American Craftsman Podcast is sponsored by Bits and Bits. In their shop in Oregon, Bits and Bits manufactures a wide range of spiral router bits from one-eighth inch shank to half-inch shank, from one thirty-second inch cutting diameter to half-inch cutting diameter. They make upcut, downcut, compression bits, and more. They're used in router tables, handheld routers, and CNC machines, from hobbyists to production shops. They coat their bits in a Astro coating, proprietary nano coating designed to keep the bit running cooler, prolonging the sharpness of the cutting edge. They're the only factory authorized dealer to Astro coat white side router bits. Their expanding line of white side bits ranges from spiral flush trim bits to roundovers, chamfers, rabbiting bits, and more. They're a festival dealer stocking mainly router and domino related accessories and consumables. You can check them out at bitsbits.com and use our coupon code American Craftsman to save yourself 15%. All right, we're back. Back from Maker Camp. Back and better than ever, as they say. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm not feeling too great. <laughs> Before we, uh, we get into the podcast, I want to thank our sponsor, Hayfla. Hayfla offers a wide range of products and solutions for the woodworking and furniture making industries from hinges and drawer slides to connectors and dowels, sandpaper, wood glue, shop carts, and everything in between. Exclusive product lines such as Lux LED lighting and Slido door hardware ensure that every project you create is built to last. Learn more at Hayfla.com. We'll have a link in the description. You know, up at, Blake, uh, at uh, Maker Camp, Bliss was talking pretty highly about those uh, Lux lighting systems. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks to um, Hayfla. Oh, that stink bug's flying now. Get him. Oh, he landed. Um, Hayfla hooked us up with a bunch of stuff for uh, Maker Camp, so thanks. People love the tape measures. Yeah. And the pencils. <laughs> they were, were gone. <laughs> like, it was like a swarm. Yeah. They're like, can I take one of these? I'm like, yep. <laughs> Better get it while you can. We could have given away 200 of those tape measures. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, we're back from Maker Camp. It's uh, Thursday the 13th. So, we got back on Monday. And actually, man, we got to Maker Camp a week ago. If you can believe that. Oh, wow. Seems like such a long time ago already, doesn't it? I know. Wow. It was a good time. I mean, it, yeah. it, it's it's a great setting. Uh, it was great to see all our old friends that time just kind of melted away. Yeah. Um, I'm just like nonstop getting calls from Texas. All these spam freaking calls. Um, so yeah, I guess, uh, I don't know. You want to, you want to tell them a little bit about what we had going on up there? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, well, it was me and you, Green Street Joinery. Mm -hmm. There was uh, Matt Visitainer. Is that yep. how you say? I rarely say. I usually just call him Viz. Visitainer. Visitainer. There's an N in there. Yeah. V i s a n t a i n e r. Yeah, I know a guy. Um, it was Corey Ty, a CT Woodwork. Yep. It was Rob DeMarco, uh, and Bliss from uh, Bliss Made Furniture. And we all uh, teamed up. We started a, a woodworking tent, so to speak. Mm -hmm. uh, we got uh, Saw Stop to sponsor the tent. They they brought down a, a three horsepower professional saw. Yep. Uh, Harvey, we gave us that uh, beautiful dust collector. It was G seven hundred. G seven hundred dust processor, gyro gyro air. Which I have to say <laughs> was probably the hit of the tent. I said that to Harvey. I said, listen, don't tell Saw Stop, but I think the G700 was the, was, I, I don't was know the how hot button those, item. I don't know how many of those things we sold by just turning it on and off and talking over it. Yeah. People were pretty amazed. Uh -huh. um, the best was the guy and his wife. Yeah. It was that guy that, that Corey and Rob know. Yeah. And, you know. The wife talking, was really she's funny. Like, he's giving me like side eye. Oh. I'm like, listen, if it's not one thing, it's another. So, <laughs> yeah, keep him out of trouble. Mm -hmm. Keep keep an eye on him in the shop. Yeah. Um. So, you know, the the Mega Camp was more or less like a blacksmithing, metalworking uh, event. You know, there was some turnings and mm -hmm. things like that. But uh, this year, we started this this woodworking tent, like made it a substantial. Oh, did you say bliss? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did. 
Robert Bliss, uh, Bliss Made Furniture. Uh, so it was a substantial uh, part of the show, the the meet. Um, and we got together. We made a a, a swinging bench. Yep. Um, we did some demonstrations. Uh, the swinging bench was for the resort, for the Blacks Lawn. You can maybe mm -hmm. tell them a little bit more about that. Yeah, so uh, last year there was a timber frame, and we're probably repeating a bunch of stuff that we talked about last last week, but there was a um, <clears throat> a timber frame pavilion that they built in honor of Aaron Mattia, who had passed away uh, last year. And so we built this Sapili, or Sippo, rather, uh, like a porch. Porch swing is the best way to suck. It's not on a porch, but it's a porch yeah. swing. Um, we built that and hung it from the uh, pavilion. Oh, sort yeah. of overlooks a little pond where they actually did the, they built a bridge this year. The timber frame event was a bridge. So it was cool. Yeah. I forgot to mention that Robert's Plywood out in Long Island donated all that Zippo. Yes. So another thanks out to them. Had uh, Ethan Abramson and, uh, gentleman by the name of Bryce who was doing the the videography mm -hmm. with Ethan as the uh the host we'll call it yeah I was gonna say talking head that's kind of <laughs> derogatory isn't it I, I don't mean it in a derogatory way but he was yeah like the host I'm glad you said his name because I still thought his last name was Abrams and not <laughs> Abramson I got keep getting confused you like know with Norm yeah, Ethan was a nice guy. We, uh, you know, filmed the whole thing front to back. So we'll see. Uh, they The one thing that they missed was when the swing detached from the chains and Rob <laughs> Rob DeMarco and I went uh, ass over overhead and flipped over backwards. Well, how tall is Rob? Like 6'5 or something like yeah. that? All 6'5, 250 of Rob probably. Yeah. That's what put us in hyperspeed was all that leverage. Oh, yeah. That was funny. My neck, I still got a little bit of a kink in my neck from flipping over. Yeah. It, I mean, it was, it's wild that the friendships we made there and like, mm -hmm. you know, some of our old local friends, of course, uh, it was Keith. Yep. Tom um, McGuire. John um, Walter Peters. Yep. Um, of course, uh, Tony came down from Canada. Oh, yeah. Woodland <coughs> Iron. Um, yeah, got to meet uh, Corey from ICCNC mm -hmm. and Chris from Full Steam Designs. And uh, there's the, always uh, um, Jimmy. Mm hmm. He. When I was there the first day, he came up to me, goes, hi, I'm Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said, I know. I just said, hi, I'm Rob. <laughs> yeah, he came up to me and brought me some uh, bolts that they needed for the table thing that, that we did for Austin. Oh, okay. And oh, yeah. He didn't introduce himself. I don't know if that means that he re remembers me from the couple <laughs> times that we met prior or, or he just uh, didn't, but... <laughs> Yeah, the food was good. We had more chocolate pie than we could eat. Yeah. Did you guys finish those pies? I finished mine. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would too. I'd eat as many pies as they would have uh, given me. Yeah. The, the newcomer on the blo on the pie block was the strawberry pie, which was really good. Yeah. The Boston cream yeah. pie was... Uh, I'm upset that I only had it once now. Yeah. Because it was actually like... It was more like a cake. Yes, cake had nice chocolate frosting, had that vanilla cream. But the strawberry pie was kind of like a mousse with like bits of strawberry in there. Yep. Yeah, and you could tell that the pie was previously frozen because the strawberries were still like it's freaking stink yeah. bug laying on our lights. Yeah, it was a little. They were a little crunchy almost. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, let's see what we have. Uh, what was the dinner up there? First night was buffet. They had salmon and people like, you know, I mean, the Blackthorn's like a, it's not like you're going to the Marriott or the Hyatt or anything, right. but, you know, they had salmon, sausage and peppers, rice, chicken marsala, 
Uh, it was all mixed really good. Vegetables. Yeah, I mean, it's not five-star dining, but it's good. Yeah, you're working all day. It's hungry. You're hungry. It's brought to you. Uh, we got to know uh, our servers pretty well this year. Patty. Yeah. Patty, if you're listening, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Slim chance, but you never know. <laughs> or somebody who knows Patty might be listening. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, she knocked it out of the park. Yeah, she was good. Um, yeah, so I guess, you know, we never really thank Austin and the Blackthorn for hosting such a nice event. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of melancholy after, after leaving, I have to say, I haven't quite gotten my feet under me yet. No, me neither. <clears throat> I'm, I got like a wicked sinus thing going right now. I think it's from that CA activator yesterday. Mm. I used up a whole can of that stuff. <laughs> You definitely, uh, you know, you definitely smell it. Like when I touch it to the, to the edge sand. Oh uh, yeah. You can spots, smell it. Sanding, yeah. yeah. Come shooting off. Yep. Um, yeah, we yeah. had dinner at the Phoenix bar on uh Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was a interesting experience. Nothing yeah. wrong with the bar, you know, itself. It's just like a, you know, like a dive bar kind of bar, but. You kind of got the feeling. The bartender. <laughs> You know, kind of made it seem like we weren't wanted in there. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging out while I was, while I'm standing at the bar for like a good 10 minutes. Just wanted to order some food. She's uh, really avoiding me. Just hanging out at the other side of the bar, talking with the locals. <laughs> like, listen, you know that we're all coming in here from out of town this weekend. Yeah. Come on. I mean, people must be horrible tippers. That's, that must be what it is. Yeah. You know, all these people that come to, like, Maker Camp. I mean, we I, we were the only people I saw tipping at, at dinner. breakfast and dinner. Yeah. And and we were hooking them up. We were really solid tippers, too. Everybody threw in at least five bucks. Five or ten bucks, yeah. Every, t every meal. I mean, come on, you're eating for free. So, um, well, this year we did find out that they have to pool their tips. So, next year we'll be slipping a little cash on the side. Yeah. Uh, we we reserved our room for next year already. Our rooms. Yep, one eleven and one twelve, baby. <laughs> Got the confirmation email yesterday. They're already fifty percent as of yesterday. Fifty percent booked already for That's next amazing. year. That's amazing. You know, a couple days after it ended. It, what's funny is. You know, the first year we got lucky and had those rooms because we didn't know anything. I think somebody canceled and we yeah. got because we we uh, booked really late. Right. We were we were not going to go. And then it was just like, well, let's fuck it. Let's go. Um, And then we booked in advance for the one that just passed. Yep. So we've only experienced the good rooms. And it's always funny when we're sitting around yakking about our rooms how bad some of the experiences are. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't have any hot water. Blah, blah. I'm like, well, yeah. like, we had hot water. Yeah, hot water, TV. Heart-shaped bathtub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, spa tubs. Oh, I don't man. know. Keith, Keith was raving about his room. He was saying yeah. that those are the best. I don't know about that. Yeah. I think that's where the makeshift boys are. They're staying over there next year. Oh man, those are called the five hundreds. Oh, I like where we're at. It's I in do a good too. Spot. It's it's on the very corner of the thing. You know, you can get to your room without having to leave the fenced in area. Mm -hmm. Um, we had the cooler. We had so much beer in the cooler. We were just sending people. I mean, we spread the beverages for three or four people outside us. Solidly for the whole week. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That reminds me, I got that cooler in my truck. <laughs> um, Somebody did make a deposit. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that yingling. That was, yeah, they were, uh, as just a, um, what do you call that? Like a temporary, just a storing, a storage place. <laughs> Um, oh, I had something that I was going to say and I lost it. 
drinking out of my CT Woodwork Yeti. That thing, I'm shocked. I never had a cup keep my coffee that hot for that long. Mm. This isn't hot anymore, but I've had the lid open, and it's uh, it's eleven twenty. I poured it in there about six o'clock. So, yeah, if you keep the lid closed, that thing will stay hot for hours. Oh yeah, and if you put iced, like let's say you put an ice drink in there, it'll stay uh, like the ice will stay unmelted for a long yeah. time. Yeah, Corey, he was really <clears throat> generous with his swag. Yeah. I got a new long sleeve tee. I wore out the old one, the short sleeve that I got from last year. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because you know what happens when you wear it all the time. It goes goes in the wash machine first, now, so you, you just wear it out. Oh, yeah. I love this. Hey, Jillian, what's the width on the insert? Um, yes, it's available. <laughs> Somebody posted a Revishelf trash pullout on oh. Facebook. Oh, man. Yeah, gathering up more of the kitchen supplies. Yeah. Krug kitchen. Yeah. It'll get done. Yeah, of course it will. At some point. <clears throat> I don't know when, but at some point. Oh, so we were just on the Woodpreneur podcast. That's a difficult word. Woodpreneur, like entrepreneur. I think it should be woodtrepreneur. Woodtrepreneur. Maybe not. With uh, Steve. I don't know Steve's last name. Steve the woodpreneur. Yeah, he's uh, Acres of Timber on Instagram, I think is his thing. Yeah, yeah. Nice guy. Uh, You know, it's weird. Like when we do this podcast, sometimes the hour feels like, like it takes forever. But then when you're on somebody else's podcast, it, it goes so fast. It's like, yeah. I feel like we didn't even talk about anything. That's like how it was on Working Hands. Like, both times we did it, I'm like, what the hell? We didn't even talk about anything. I know. It's been a whole hour. Um. So, yeah, that was good. That'll be out next Thursday. Yeah, that seemed like a, a pretty interesting podcast to listen to. Yeah. Sort of like, uh, I mean, it's the format that a lot of them have where... Uh, more of like an interview kind of kind of format. Yeah, we'll have to check it out. Yeah. I mean, not just our podcast, of course. I was there. I don't think I need to listen to it. Yeah, I probably won't check it out. It's nothing against Steve, but I just... I got working hands and makeshifts to catch up on. Yeah, I mean, we don't have a lot of time for, for listening. No, I mean, now with the boxes a little bit, but once the boxes are done, it's back to regular work. And it's hard... You, you don't have that much mindless work to do where you can pay attention to a podcast for an hour. Right. Even listen to music with headphones on, it's nearly impossible. I know. I know. I find myself uh, counting in, <clears throat> in eights, though, when I'm doing my sanding. You know, when I'm listening to music, fours and eights instead of <laughs> the listen to Listening to rock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't listen to Tool, you'll start getting confused. No, you can't. You can't count along. You're like, all right, I'm standing each sanding. box to 13 <laughs> or 11. Right. Because for, for anybody, anybody who might not know, we're sanding these boxes. And, um, you know, so you tr you kind of gauge how much time each side's going to spend on the sander. So you, you can get a feel of, you know, whether it's sanded completely or, you know, how your belt's doing and that yep. kind of thing. So you, I wind up counting in eights because I've been listening to music. That's the same thing I was doing when I was sanding the, the little parts. For me, right. it's like a like a sound. Like I don't count like one, two. It's more like a, I don't know, like a. You getting the rhythm of the machine Well, going? you just, you know, from the time it touches, you know, it makes that, it ramps up to that yeah. sound. And then like it's a, it's a, a, uh. Um, like a subconscious sort of counting, mm -hmm. like basically like you're just hearing this sound clip, like, you know, and it's just the same every time. It's funny when every, I mean, this, this is, I guess if you have a job where you're doing like factory work, I mean, I, this would be similar to that, but this is outside any 
anything we've ever done. Yeah. You know, this amount of this quantity of things. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny how you fall, you make your little routine of movements and everything. Uh, you know, I, just, I start the same spot of the box, flip it to the next mm -hmm. spot. You know, it's always the same exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it really, uh, it pays to have a system mm -hmm. because, you know, when you have to do something a thousand times, you save a second. That's a thousand seconds, which is, you know, whatever. Yeah. A it, lot of time. It, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I find my, my mind wandering like that sometimes. Let's see. If I pick up 30 seconds, that's half. That doesn't sound like anything, but that's... 500 minutes. <laughs> 500 minutes. Yeah. That's like <laughs> that's, eight hours. It's <laughs> an entire day. <laughs> So if you if you could save thirty seconds a box, you just save yourself a day. Is worth I aware. know it's crazy, right? Yeah, oh, we'll never man. underestimate the the value of one thousand again. Oh no way! I already told Adam. Like I think five hundred is a magic number. Like yeah, from here on, you know, going forward, like doing five batches of five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll seem like uh, child's play. Yeah. Yeah, so we didn't really get to do much at Maker Camp. No, we, <clears> we walked around just, that one time. Yeah, just like one quick lap, but I mean, we didn't get, I didn't do any demos. No. Um, we were busy in the woodworking tent, so, you know, we had to build that thing and do demos. It was, it was tough. And the filming. Yeah. You know, sort of, uh, um, Makes restricted our schedule a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could have went in there Friday night and just knocked the whole thing out and mm -hmm. we would have been done with it. But, you know, you had Ethan and the photographer and they had other other shit to do. So they're like, you know, okay, when can we come back? It's like, well, you know, if you just stayed here, we just finished the whole damn thing. But yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see what Saw Stop's going to do with that footage. Uh, they're going to put out videos. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to, he's going to, put together a couple of videos and then they'll release them on whatever Instagram or, or YouTube. Mm. Yeah. Be interesting. Um, yeah. Leaving the editing into the hands of others. You never know how you're going to look. Yeah. Well, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> <clears throat> I <could> care less. <laughs> oh man. You know, it was funny. The the very first um, morning we started to work on it. So, you know, we had to start cutting up the wood, uh, you know, ripping everything to width. And so in my mind, I'm like, I'll go do that because the saw is in the corner over there and I'll be out of the way and I'll, I won't get involved in anything. Oh no, I, I sabotaged that. <laughs> next thing you know. I shot the intro. I'm like, I'm like, those guys got the next part. I'm like, Rob's going to lay this out. You go talk to him. Next thing I know, there's a clip of a microphone on me. I was like, I am not going to carry the team through this, through this entire thing. I'm going to spread it, spread it on out to everybody. Yeah. Which I mean, I don't mind. I, no, I don't mind talking to the camera. You're but, natural. Uh, I just, you know, hey, it's not fair if somebody else wants to get on camera and be, you know. Yeah. I had demos to do and stuff too, <laughs> so I didn't want to have myself all tied up all weekend either. Yeah. The vesting was a pretty big hit. Yeah. You know, the the uh, the uh, tent ended up pretty dusty from those uh, um, router sleds. Oh, my God. You can say that again, and because sanding, not just routing, is dusty. Yeah, and we all know it. And sometimes it feels like there's just no getting around it. Uh, even with our high quality dust extractors, it still can be a problem. Yeah, like most people, we've tried mesh sandpaper from the big box store, and the results are fine, but the paper wears out way too fast. Well, as anyone at Maker Camp that spent time with us will know. 3M extract sanding discs are loaded with 3M science. We were telling everybody. That's right. They outlast the competition while allowing your vacuum to extract up to 99% of the sanding dust. 
I love using 3M Extract on parts that need heavy stock removal. 3M Cubitron Extract allows me to sand longer without changing discs because the superior dust extraction keeps the disc from loading with sawdust and slowing the entire process down. Yeah, so you know what we say, don't compromise on something as important as sanding, exclamation point. Go to go.3m.com forward slash extract for today. That's G-O dot, the number three, letter M dot com slash X-T-R-A-C-T-4. Don't wait. Stop listening to us right now and go to the website. All right. Can we give everybody a minute to get back? Uh, well, at the website, there you'll find the 3M Extract Cubitron 2 Net Disc 710W, the most advanced sanding disc ever made. And it's little brother, the 3M Extract Disc 310W. 3M Extract, sand less, make more. That's right. Thank you, 3M. Yeah. I got to check out that 310W. That must be a three inch. That might be the <clears throat> little brother. That was all about my, about all my scratchy throat could handle. <laughs> You got to switch over some tea and lemon and honey. Well, I already knocked out a tea and a seltzer and uh -huh. that coffee and, and about six cough drops. Um, Yeah, those router sleds were dusty. I mean, that was, oh a, my God. That was a staged, well, maybe not staged. That was a, uh, a segue, but those things were throwing a lot of dust. <clears throat> yeah. And they were all the way on the other side of the tent, too. Yeah. Yeah, so in the tent, we had uh, Clean Cut Woodworks. He was doing his router sleds. We had Adrian of Hickory Homestead Designs. She was doing some um, scroll saw work. Yeah. I didn't even get to see anything that she did. Yeah, work. I checked her out a couple of times. <clears throat> had uh, George Von, is it Von Driska or Von Droska? I don't know. I yeah. only know his first name. Yeah, he's from the Woodworking Guild of America. He was uh, doing some demos on the ShopBot CNC. Um, then we had the guys from Shaper. Shaper Origin. What is, was it? Sh Shaper Sean? Shaper Scott? I can't remember his name. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. Salute. <coughs> Thank you. Just remember it was with an S. Yeah, uh, Sean and uh, I forget the other guy with the slick back hair. I don't remember yeah. his name. Sean was the dude with the long hair. Yeah. Nice guy. He actually, uh, I was talking to him yesterday. They just released that Shaper Studio, which is like a little mobile design thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can export to... Uh, the laser. So, uh, that's cool. I'm gonna give it a shot. Try it out. You know, so if you're, if we're in the shop and you didn't have your computer, you could just, you know, Oh, well, I don't know how you get it from your phone to the laser without a computer. Hmm. I'm sure there's a way. It's just, yeah. or you, you get a Wi-Fi thing for the laser. We just don't have it. I see. Yeah. That would make sense. But yeah, like you could design something on your phone and export it to the shaper and cut it out. Wow. I told him, I said, you know, we've always wanted to get one. We're just waiting for the right job, you know, where it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Corey, uh, CT Woodwork, he's using it all the time now. Yeah, he loves his. I never tried it, but it seems pretty intuitive. Yeah. Um, I just was looking over his shoulder one time when he was using it, and... I guess the router moves within that carriage. Right. That's how it corrects itself. Yeah. <clears throat> so you steer it, and it counter-steers any error that you steer into it mm -hmm. within a certain, you know, if you just, yeah. like, jerked it to the side, it's going to, you know, you're going to fuck up the cut. But I don't know what sort of speeds uh, it can correct that. But, I mean, it's a cool idea. The tape. Too. You know, I haven't quite wrapped my head around the process of it. You lay the tape down, mm -hmm. and that's what guides. The tape is like a landmark for the mm -hmm. for the camera on the thing. Okay. Otherwise, so, it's not going to know where you are in space. So, is the tape specific to what the what the chore is, or is it just? It's no. just it. It just tells the machine where it is. Uh, I'm not positive on this, but I'm pretty sure, like, you know how they look like dominoes? Yeah. They all have different number of dots on them. So, like, 
you know, it knows if it goes from like a one that's like a one dot two dot to a two dot four dot, it moved like two inches or whatever. I see. You know, so it's the the tape must be a set. So it's just a it's a consistent way for it to track itself. <clears throat> right. Okay. It's like uh you know, like on the Mars rover when the parachute had like a specific pattern on it. So when they when they could film the thing, uh the parachute coming out, they could have the pattern be like a location and they could use the camera to see like how fast it was moving and all that shit. Mm -hmm. It's like the same kind of thing. Yeah, it's just like a cool. landmark that uh that it could take specific measurements off of basically. Yeah, because at first I thought the tape had something to do with the the, the specific pattern. task. Yeah. yeah, no. And then they have that plate thing now, which I have no idea what that does. Yeah. Uh, um, what's the over-under on when Corey's going to get that? I'm pretty sure he said he was already ordering it. <laughs> when he was there, he's like, yeah, I'm, yeah. he's like, I got to order that when I get back. So so it's a week. The over under, the over under is a week. Yeah, congratulations on the Capex Corey. Just saw that you uh, ordered that. <laughs> That's nice. Oh man! So I I heard Corey's gonna give me that uh, guitar picks tool when we go by and visit him. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> because somebody's gonna sign up for his bench class. Hmm. Yeah, I was persuading somebody to to sign up for his bench class. Well, workbench class, yeah. Yeah. Maybe when we move into the new shop, I'll uh I'll build myself a bench. Yeah. That'd be nice. It would. It would. I'd take that bench class. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. Shit. It wasn't such a far drive. Mm-hmm. I wonder how everybody's doing this week as they're getting back to work. Hopefully yeah. better than me. You know what it is? It's just going up there and eating and drinking with no restraint. It's a tough, uh, tough transition back to... It's a big shock to my body. Oh, man, yeah. I can't believe it's Thursday already. Yeah. We got a guy who's supposed to... Uh, let's see if the, if the weather's holding out. Late rain starting in 22 minutes. Got some guys that are supposed to go to the new shop today and rip out all the... Uh, the, the overgrowth? Yeah, that's uh, behind the shop. As per the uh, the town, that's what they want. You think we could probably park on that on the street and block that driveway? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they got rid of that car that was there. Yeah. So um, we'll yeah. just make that our new spot. We just got to park there all the time. Yeah. I may, I'm talking a big game in my head right now about riding my bicycle to work. Oh God! Problem is, then when it, if you if you have to like do an errand or go somewhere, yeah, I mean, carry got, something with you. Yeah, or, I mean, we got the van, but it's like you know, let's say you got to run home because I don't know your wife calls you. She's like, I got a flat tire. Yeah, I mean, well, I just don't like being without my truck. It's two. What is it? About two <laughs> miles. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit more, three. Yeah, you know, you got I gotta get some exercise somehow. Be walking around that five thousand square foot shop. <laughs> That's why I'm gonna bring the bike so I can ride from one corner to the other. Yeah, we should get some scooters. Hover <laughs> <Yeah>. rounds. <laughs> the last couple of days we've been in Keensburg, you know, filing paper and everything like that. We've seen that old dude on the scooter. Oh, no, they've all been different dudes. Oh, man. So there's a team of, like, I mean, it's hard to say how old they are because they're not in good shape. Early 70s, maybe. But they're all riding those little red scooters that don't look like they're really made for the street or anything like that. But they're riding down the side of the street. Oh, yeah. They all Switch got a cigarette hanging out of their mouth. <laughs> It's quite a sight. It's quite a sight. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking about people in their 70s, I met a new friend this weekend, Afro Bob. Oh, yeah, man. What a trip. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Well, he's uh, He's got a couple of nicknames. We call him Afro Bob because he likes Afro beat music. Yeah. Not because he's got an Afro. In fact, he's got no, no hair. Yeah, oh, yeah, he is bald. He is, does have a big beard, though. Yeah, got a big ZZ Top beard. 
Yeah, good buddies with uh, Corey and Rob, part of the, that Long Island uh, Woodworkers contingent. Yeah, I, I forget the name of the actual club. It's not Long uh, Island Woodworkers Club. It's something something more specific than that. But yeah, yeah, Afro Bob had a lot of good stories. Oh my god, yeah, about a wide range of subject matter. Yeah, hunting to. Afrobeat music to yeah. transcendental meditation. Yeah. Um. What else did Bob talk about? Anything and everything. Yeah, that was a piece of work. His uh, his musical uh, um experiences from the sixties through the seventies. He uh -huh. saw all the old bands like from the Doors and Santana. All those groups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was funny. Makes you a little jealous because, you know, that sort of, it was like, that was that one moment in time where you could actually, like, experience that sort of, like, coming of age. Yeah. Time, like the 60s, you know, into the 70s was, you know, there, there I don't think there was a time like it before or a time since where... Um, it was such like a profound kind of time musically and and socially and yeah, culturally, psychedelically. Right. Um, there was a you know the innocence is lost. Yeah. Um, but I guess from the outside in, you know, you could say that about any time. I don't know. That was is definitely unique, unique time. Yeah. Um, still, still to this day, I, I, I think, um, you know, there, there are specific, like the fifties will say, um, when rock and roll was coming out and teenagers became like a thing for the very first time. And yeah. like there, there wasn't, there wasn't a, you were no things called teenagers. You know, there wasn't, uh, like, teenage culture and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. That Leave it to Beaver uh, yeah. time period. Yeah, and, like, American Graffiti and, uh, like, the early 60s. That, that was a good time. They At least they lead us to believe it. That's what they show on TV. Yeah. If it's on TV, you know it's true. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you've seen it on Facebook, it's definitely true. If you saw it on TV, it's probably true. Yeah. Oh man. So, so yeah, we got to start planning what uh what's going to be going on next year at Maker Camp, I guess. Yeah. I guess we're going to keep the group uh intact unless anybody wants to drop out. I don't I don't foresee it, but No, I don't foresee that happening either. No new uh participants? No, I'd keep it I'd keep it uh you know, there'd have to be some kind of hazing for somebody to get in. Oh yeah. Probably you got to pay dues, like monetarily. Dues and, you know. You have, have to, to bring snacks. Oh, yeah. Ethan was busting my balls. He's like, every time you're in the back of a shot, you're eating something. <laughs> I said, listen, man, I got to stay energized. It's a lot of work. <laughs> we went light on the snacks this year. We still brought snacks home. I know, I know. <clears throat> but At first, uh, I was thinking, like, this probably isn't going to be enough. Like, when we first got there, because, you know, you hit the snacks hard. At the beginning. That box held 30 of those bars, though. Yeah. Yeah, but I could eat three of those in a sitting. And there were 54 bags of chips. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we were generous with the yeah. with the sharing of the snacks. Yeah. Yeah. It's freaking stink bug, man. Just die already. Yeah, he's, he's buzzing. It's like a dive bomber. Come on. He's just staying just out of reach where I can't swat him out of the midair. So, yeah, it was the one morning up there. Man, it was cold. It was 30 degrees. And there was ice on everything. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, frost, not ice. Yeah. We, overall, we were blessed with some good weather, though. Yeah. What was it? Uh, Saturday. Saturday was the cold day, right? Yeah. And it was cold in the tent. We didn't get any sun in there. Nope. 
and it was a wind tunnel. Yeah. I had hand warmer in my pocket. Yeah. Next year, like you were suggesting, maybe we make something a little bit more in tune with our skills. Yeah. <clears throat> or just, you know, if there's six of us, two guys build something, and four guys do demos or whatever, three guys and three guys. Cause so we can get out, like really organize it so we can get out of there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, cause even though we had the schedule for the demos, basically everybody was in the tent all day. Yeah. Except bliss. <laughs> <laughs> the enigma. Well, yeah. Bliss is like, I don't get up before 12. I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'll, we'll schedule your demos for after lunch. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I didn't follow the schedule. My thing, I basically just stood there all day. If yeah. you walked up, because <clears throat> people are in and out the whole time, um, and you know, you don't, you feel bad like walking away. And mm -hmm. next year, we'll have to make a sign that says like twelve o'clock, right? Blah blah blah, one o'clock, whatever. You know, one to two. Rob Barone doing this. Yeah, <clears throat> try and think of something that's a little bit interactive, but it's hard because. What can people do? You know what we should do? It's like, <clears throat> we could build something more complicated and uh, and have like maybe all five guys working on it, all five out of six guys working on it at once, and then one guy is doing demos. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> or have, <clears throat> excuse me, geez, break it up so that, uh, let's see, there's, so we'll have three guys working on it, Two guys are fucking off doing whatever they want mm -hmm. and one guy doing demos. Yeah. And maybe we have a time where one person is narrating. Yeah, I mean, whoever's working. I mean, oh, whoever's working can narrate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you know, if you can't kind of uh, give a play-by-play -play what you're doing. That's true. I'm say, what are you doing over there? Well, sanding. I'm gluing this to this thing. Yeah, let's see what, I mean, so it's, we got sort of like a built-in thing where we could build something for the resort. Yeah. I'm um, sure Robert's probably be on, on, board, on board to yeah. donate wood again. Did Maybe you notice get that? Fez uh, to donate some plywood. Yeah, that bear boy wasn't there. I, I just wanted to make a little quick aside. Yeah, I think he got, uh, got knocked off the schedule because he was playing his 80s music too loud. <laughs> Sorry for that. He was a real alpha male. <laughs> yeah, with his big truck. <clears throat> yeah, and his tight t-shirt. Yeah, and he was uh, he was not opposed to alienating half the uh, audience right off the bat, yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah, no politics to make a camp. No. Keep your opinion to yourself. Yeah. Don't wear a t-shirt that, you know, <laughs> makes it clear uh, in a sort of offensive way. As to what your political affiliations are. Exactly. <clears throat> nobody's there for that. No, we're just there for, you know, a mellow good time. Yeah. I don't care which side of the aisle you're on. I don't I don't want to hear about it. Right. Make your camp. Keep that shit to yourself. We want to know what's for dinner, what time is dinner. Right. Is it buffet? Is it sit down? Oh, the barbecue. <clears throat> oh. Man. So that was uh what's the guy's name? Oh, it's on Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Uh, William Shear, the dudes from Green Muddy Fab and Steve Pellegrino. Yeah. And there might have been some other guys thrown in there, but man, they cooked up some barbecue. 200 pounds of pork butt, 80 racks of ribs, beans, coleslaw, pickles. It was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, Bob, Afro Bob, yeah, he, he's quite the wrangler. Oh, yeah. He, he wound up with another helping of ribs, you know, did he tell you that story? Yep. <laughs> yeah, he skipped dinner that night. Yeah. He's got bonus ribs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Bob listens to the podcast. I don't know. He doesn't seem like a podcast kind of no. guy. But you never know. Coriel and Rob can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. 
Tomorrow's Friday already. We got to go get our fingerprints taken. Yeah, for a mercantile license. This is one of those weeks where I'm like, man, I feel bad paying myself this week. <laughs> <coughs> like, what the hell do we do this week? Jack shit. <laughs> we recovered. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm almost done with the that uh, box of boxes. Mm. Got one layer left. I'll get that done after after lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got, we, you know, had a new architect firm uh, reach out, did some bids for them this week. Um, So we'll see where that goes. That'd be cool. Yeah, she seems uh, pretty receptive. You know, we gave her some nice tight numbers. Yep. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you got to get your foot in the door. I mean, they're not like, uh, it's not like we're going to be losing money on them, but they're, uh, they're definitely tight you know, optimistic on timeline, but yeah. Oh God, I almost got that stink bug. So yeah, we'll see, we'll see where that goes. The roof's on the shop. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. So we got all our paperwork in, got the electric changing over. We got the internet being, uh, turned on. Gas is the one thing. The gas has been shut off since 2015. So I'm trying to get a hold of, the right person at New Jersey Natural Gas to uh, do a, uh, what do they call it? Like a, uh, starts with an R. Like a something yeah. of service. A re-something? Yeah, something like that. Not a resurrection of service. That sounds like, I mean, I don't know if that's what they call it, but something like that. Anyway, yeah, we need that to be done. So that's going to take some time. So we got to get on that. Uh, I mean, I've been on it. I've been calling every day this week. What is that word I'm trying to think of? Restitution, no. Uh-huh. Resurrection, restitution. Uh, resupply. Uh, re, not reinstatement. A... Resolution, a, I don't know. You guys don't care. No. But yeah, they need to do that. They need to get a, uh, get the service hooked back up. Yeah. <clears throat> we need to get somebody in there. We got to think about the layout for the lights. Yeah. The, well, the layout of the machines in regard to the lighting and the electrical. Yep. Um, you know, I'm trying future-proof as much as possible, the electrical layout. Yeah. Luckily, it's all open, so, you know, yeah. it's kind of just, you can run a new feed uh, pretty much wherever you want. We'll try to get our hands on a, a used slider to no avail. Yeah, forklift, a slider, a edge bander. Got, you know, soft leads on... All the above, but it's proven to be harder than than expected. <clears throat> but we'll see. We got there's a an edge bander and a slider on the auctions that end a week from today. So we'll keep an eye on those. See what <clears throat> what transpires. Put in some bids. That's out in York, Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. Where is York? Uh, sort of like Lancaster, no. I, that would be my guess. I I just don't know. I think it's sure. north of uh, Lancaster. Let's see. York, Pennsylvania. Oh, no, it's past Lancaster. <laughs> oh, yeah. The whistle. Yeah. It's like double the distance from Lancaster. Yeah. What out? Like Harrisburg or? Like south of Harrisburg. Oh, shit. Like Harrisburg is only like a little bit more west. Red Lion, Dover, that, that area. Is it close to Falling Water? Uh, where is Falling Water? It's out. It's like, I know it's like a six-hour drive. No, it's not that far. Because you have to take all these one-lane roads. Um, 
Yeah, Pennsylvania's big. Oh, no, it's yeah. way falling waters, way past. That's almost all the way to Ohio. I didn't realize it was that far. Oh, shit. Yeah, falling water is like just before Pittsburgh. <clears throat> I didn't realize Pittsburgh was so close to the border of Ohio. Yeah, wow, falling water is really close to Morgantown. It's uh, right next to State Game Lands number 51. Well, we're a little, running a little short of an hour this week, but that's about all. Yeah. <laughs> that's about far for the course for yeah. this week. <laughs> Listen, don't forget, submit your questions for next week's episode. Please. You get your chance to win your very own American Craftsman Podcast class. You have to email uh, the American Craftsman Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. If you send it an Instagram, I'm going to tell you to send an email because I'm not going to dig around everywhere to get it. Um, I just, I want to have them in one spot. Yeah. Dig out those questions, get them over to us. Yeah. And then you got a month till the next one. So, yeah. uh, all right. Yeah. That's all we got. Everybody, uh, take care. We'll yeah. see you next week. Enjoy. As always, Rob and I, thank you for tuning in and, uh, we'll see you next week. If you want to help support the podcast, you can leave us a review on Apple podcasts, you can join our Patreon or you can use one of our affiliate links in the podcast description for vesting finishes or Myoderm CBD pain relief cream. Um, again, we appreciate your support. Thanks for tuning in.